return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. So my message on whose report will you believe? Amen. And uh, there's a lot of reports out there. Amen. And whenever you go to a doctor... They give you a report. They they tell you you know whatever you went in for. If if it's true, if you have something or if you don't, amen. Yep. You know you write uh, reports in high school and in college. You have to write a report, amen. You have to you have to give it. But God also has a report, amen. Amen. And His report is is the Word. Yes. Amen. And That's His report's always true. Yeah. Amen. So no matter what. Other report we see, amen, yeah. his report is always the truth. Amen. Amen. Mark 5, 35 to 37. I think uh, I did give it to you. Good. Amen. Uh, While he yet spoke, there came from the rulers of the synagogue's house certain, of the synagogue's house certain, which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why trouble the, the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And if you could, could you uh, get the rest in New King James Version? Um, but it says that as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler, Be not afraid, only believe. Right. Amen. And so you see that. Thank you. Um, only believe. And so you see that so many times people get a bad report and believe the report rather, rather than the Word of God. Amen? And, uh, or we lie to ourselves about the report. How many have had, like, like runny nose, stuffy nose, and you're like, nope, I'm not, nothing's, you know, I don't have any symptoms, anything. Well, we don't also, we don't want to lie to ourselves either. Amen? It's just that there's another report that's truth. Amen. You might have symptoms of something. Amen? Yeah. But the name of Jesus is above those symptoms. The name of Jesus is above the report that you received. Amen. Notice that Jesus didn't refute the fact that the child was dead or even rebuke the report. He didn't say, nope, don't say that. You can't say that. Amen. All he said was, don't be afraid. Amen. You might have something going on in your life right now that that you are unsure of, that maybe is making you anxious or worried. But whenever you receive something that's not from the Word of God, it says, do not be afraid. Don't be afraid of what the doctor said to you. Amen. Amen. It might be a grave situation. Don't be afraid. Amen. He said, don't be afraid. Only believe. We don't have to lie to ourselves. We just need to know which report we stand on. Amen. Amen. Pastor Dave talked about standing. Standing our ground. Amen. The devil's going to try to come. He's going to try to take every inch that he can. And if you let him in the door, he'll, he'll bust that door open. Amen. But if you stand firm on the word, you hold fast to the word, amen, he doesn't have any power. Amen. amen. Jesus, when you looked at him in the in the New Testament, he never he, the only time he dealt with evil spirits or with demons or with Satan is with individual people. Yeah. Amen. 
So things are going, hell's breaking loose all over the world right now. And then because why? Satan is the father of this world. He's the, he's the father of this world. Right. Amen. He's the owner. Amen. He, he can do what he wants to do in this world. Amen. And he, he actually, you know, when Adam and Eve sinned, sin came into man. Amen. But he doesn't have any authority over your life. He doesn't have any authority over your health. Amen. Amen. He doesn't have any authority over your finances. The Bible says anything that we can touch is blessed. Amen. Amen. He blesses it. We put our hands on something, it's blessed. Amen. Amen. And a a blessing isn't isn't just, you know, bless you and and leave it alone. No, our words are powerful. With our tongue, it says we can bless men and we can curse men. Amen. So if we pray a blessing on somebody... Amen. That word is going forth and it says his word does not return void. Amen. Amen. So, so while there's all these things going on in the world, we do live in a fallen world. Amen. He doesn't have dominion on the inside of us. Amen. Mark 9, 23 and 24. Jesus said, if you can believe all things are possible, or if you can believe all things are possible to him that believes. Immediately the father of the child cries out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Amen. Sometimes we need a little push. Amen. Yep. Sometimes we might not believe fully or we might be standing in faith, but doubt tries to creep in, maybe tries to get in our mind. Yeah. And we need to realize that we can't do this on our own. We can't do this without Jesus. Amen. So he says, Lord, I believe I'm, I'm really believing here, but help my unbelief. I need your help. Yeah. We can't believe on our own. We don't believe on our own authority. Amen. We can't go through life on our own. I mean, life is hard enough, you know, going through it. You know, if you don't have Jesus in your life, it's even harder. Yep. Amen. We go to the jail and, and I, I, it's what I use a lot. What I tell the people in the jail a lot is life is hard. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. Life isn't easy. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. But it's harder without Jesus. Amen. Amen. And that's why we have Jesus in our hearts and our lives. Amen. Amen. So that we can, you know, because if you don't have Jesus, you don't have a purpose. I mean, there's, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that the purpose is, amen, living for him and bringing people into the kingdom. Yeah. So if somebody yeah. doesn't know Jesus, yeah. more than likely they don't feel like they have a purpose on, here, on earth here. Right. They, don't know, they don't know what they're doing. They feel maybe that they're just, they're living life and then they're just going to die and that's it. Don't know where they're going. Maybe they don't believe that you go anywhere. Maybe yeah. they just believe you go into the ground. But there's no purpose. Without Jesus, there's no purpose. Amen? And so nobody has perfect faith for all things. Amen? We're imperfect human beings. So we have faith. You know, Jesus says that to each one he dealt a measure of faith. Amen? But we don't have perfect faith. We can never, we're not perfect, so we can't have perfect faith in all things. And so that's why we need to be humbled before God so he can help us. Amen? We can't, we can't do it on ourselves. We can't do it by ourselves. Amen. And faith really comes by hearing the word of God. So, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. Right. So even getting faith, we we just can't muster it up on our own. Amen. We need we need the word. We need the Lord. You know, it says the Bible that that the word became flesh and dwelt among. Well, Jesus is the word. Amen. So we need him. No matter what the circumstances are, nothing is impossible when we put our faith in Jesus. Amen. Amen? Yeah. I love what Pastor Dave said the other day um, about, I can't remember if it was in, in the service or not, but just about how nothing's impossible, but we should try everything possible. Yes. Amen. Yeah. 
as long as we try everything possible, amen, there is nothing impossible for God. And a lot of times, I really believe that, that if we're not doing our due diligence, amen, then we're not putting our faith into the things that we're doing. Amen. We had a, our, our cross country team when I was in high school, they always had, they always prayed before they ran. Uh, the, the, the girls team as a team and they went to state many years in a row but they always said do your best and let God do the rest and that was kind of their motto yep. which I a public school wasn't a Christian school or anything do your best and let God do the rest so we yep. do everything that we can amen yep. on earth but we still believe you know we yep. take you might have to take ibuprofen when your head hurts you might have to take a certain medication for different yep. things a sleeping pill or something amen but we take it in faith yep. amen because pills aren't perfect either. I mean, there's side effects, there's things. A lot of times the side effects right on the bo- like the side of the bottle are worse than the actual thing you're right. going through, right? right? May, cause, may cause serious injury or death, right. you know? So we have to take, we even have to take medic- medication with faith. Right. Amen? So um, it's not that you're not using your faith by taking medicines, but you, you're using your faith while you're taking medicines. Amen? Amen. Sometimes we have to speak our belief into existence. And I believe that's what this guy was doing here in Mark 9. Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Yep. I'm, I, want, I want so much to believe. Yes. Amen. Yep. And he just clings on to the hope that Jesus, this Jesus is for real. Amen. Amen. And so we need to speak our belief into existence. Yep. Amen. In faith, the man cried out that he believed. And you see, there's an exclamation point at the end of unbelief. Wow. Amen. It's not a period. Exclamation point. Probably said, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Right. Amen. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't, uh, you know, he didn't want to not believe. Right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <clears throat> he almost had to force himself to say it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. And so he held on to the promises of what the Lord told him. Uh-huh. And we know that God only speaks in truths. Amen. Yeah. So the word of God is, only, is one big book of truth. Amen. So we, we, we always, when we're reading the word, we're always getting truth inside of us. Mm-hmm. Amen. And why do we need truth? Well, we have an enemy, the devil, amen, who is the father of lies. Yep. Amen. So how do you combat lies? Well, with truth. How, can you com- how do you combat darkness? Amen. With truth. Right. How do you combat sickness? Well, with health. Yep. Amen. So everything that Jesus has for you, everything that, that the Lord provided for us, yep. amen, was perverted by Satan. And so the only thing, to, the only way to fight evil is not with more evil, amen, is, to, with, is with good, with speaking things over yourself, yeah. with being an advocate yeah. um, for the word, amen. We don't want to say, well, I think it's true, or it's probably true, amen, because then you kind of get into doubt, amen. And that's, you know, doubt is the opposite of faith. So if you say, well, I suppose it's true, you know, I, I think the Bible is correct, well, you know, like I said, if you if you give the devil an inch, he'll take a mile. Yep. Amen. He'll he'll yep. he'll put that thought in you. Right. You think of Jesus when he was being tempted. Satan said, "If you are the Son of God, yeah. if you are the Son of God, mm-hmm. Amen." And what was Satan doing? He was trying to get him to doubt, right. Amen. His his identity, right. Amen. And he will try to get you to doubt your identity. Yep. Amen. In Corinthians, it says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yes. And, you know, I see a lot of people that are like, yeah, well, yeah, I'm saved. But they're almost kind of like, I don't, de- you know, I don't deserve it, you know. But And we don't. But now that we're saved, now we have a right yep. to the air. Yep. 
to enter into the kingdom. We have a right to our inheritance. Amen. We have a right to eternal life. It's not, it's not arrogant to say that. Amen. It's truth. Because the Bible says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That we are joint heirs with Christ. Amen. To the throne. To, to all eternity. To be in heaven all eternity. Amen. So when you say that, don't think of it as arrogant, but it's truth. Amen. It's a confidence that we know who we are in Jesus. Amen. James 1, 5 through 8, talking about the double-minded man. It says, if any of you lacks lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach. And it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. I mean, look at that. Let him ask of God, who gives to all freely. Amen. Freely and not... Without, repro- without reproach, and it will be given to him. Amen. So there's no doubt in that first, in that first, uh, in, in verse 5. But, amen, there's a prerequisite. Let him ask in faith. You know, if we just ask and, and we don't really believe it's going to happen, there's a good chance that it's not going to happen. Amen. But let him ask in faith with, with, no, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. And if you go, if we go through life and we, you know, it says that somebody who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. We have no control, amen, of our life. If we, if we're doubting the promises of God, we're just kind of out there living. You know, we're just kind of out there, well, whatever, you know. God's will be done in my life, you know, no matter what the situation, you know, whatever happens to me this week is God's will for my life. And what you get, the more you think that way, amen, and people do this, the more they think that way, they just stop caring. And if you, if you don't, if, if everything's pre-planned for you, amen, you're not going to want to do much. I've told the story before, but my, when my, when my friend passed away when I was in, uh, when I was just coming to college here, you know, I said, you know, it just felt like, you know, he was in heaven. I was in our waiting room waiting to go to heaven, mm. you know, and, and I feel like I didn't have any purpose. There was no, and, you know, you wouldn't think that that would be the, the reaction to something like that, but it was. I, I, don't, I don't, you know, I was a little mad, you know, why does he get to go to heaven? I'm still on earth here. Because yeah. you hear about how great heaven is, amen. Yeah. And And I was, and I was just. I, I was filled with doubt and unbelief, you know. And the first sermon that the Lord gave me after this whole depression thing that I was in was on, um, was on, uh, I, I lost it, um, uh, purpose, sorry. Yeah. The first sermon that he gave me after I was in this depression was on purpose. Yeah. Amen. And it was such a revelation, yeah. you know, and ever since then, I just try to live my life with purpose. Amen. And part of that purpose for all of us is witnessing to people, amen, being kind to people, doing unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Amen. Whenever you have an opportunity to, to witness to somebody, a minister, and a lot of times, I'll tell you what, you don't even have to go out and look for somebody. Yeah. A lot of times, they'll come to you. Amen. Um, I was at a gas station. We were on our way back from White River, and I was just filling up my tank with gas, and the guy comes over, and he's like, we had... We were moving somebody, so we had a stereo system in the back. You could see it. And he said, ooh, nice stereo. And I thought, there's my opportunity. 
And when anybody starts talking to me, you know, then that's my opportunity to say, okay, you know, they started the conversation. I'm not doing anything. I'm not pressuring them to do anything. Amen. But I'm going to witness to them. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to them about Jesus. Yep. Amen. And we can all do that. Yep. Amen. Amen. When we ask things of God, we should have faith that what his word says is true and that our request isn't too hard for him. Amen. When we ask out of faith, we ask out of the confidence in Jesus. It says in the Bible that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Amen. The evidence of things not seen. Amen. So you think of, you know, faith is the substance. You know, you think of a substance, you know, you can see it, you can feel it. Amen. Of things that we hope for. And it's the evidence of things not seen. It's kind of, it, when you just look at that, you know, it's kind of tough to wrap your mind around that. Because yeah. you think of faith, you know, and, and things that we hope for that we can, you know, faith is the tangibility, amen, of what we hope for. Amen. And it's the evidence. You look at, uh, you know, in like a trial, there's evidence for a case, amen. Well, what does evidence do? Well, it proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that a crime happened, Right? And so our faith is the proof beyond a shadow of a doubt, amen, that the things that aren't seen, the things that the Bible talks about are actually true. Amen. We can, we can physically touch, you know, when we can physically touch or see something, we have confidence that it's real. Yeah. Amen. In a, in a trial, when a lawyer has evidence of a crime being committed, it gives the lawyer, lawyer more confident that he's going to win the case. That's right. Amen. When you have, when you provide evidence of something, right. amen, then then it's, it's really, it's, it's a done deal after that mm-hmm. in a trial. Amen. Yeah. It should be a done deal. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And so true faith is having confidence that what the, confidence that what the Bible says is true. Mm. It's having confidence that what Jesus said is true. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And so each one of us, you know, when we're, when we're praying, when we're seeking the Lord, we all, the Lord, the Holy Spirit talks to all of us. Amen. And so, you know, a lot of times when I'm praying, it's like, Lord, you know, and you know my situation, but for me, sometimes it feels good just to say it. And, but I always start out by thanking God because it says we enter his gates with thanksgiving yep. and enter his course with praise. So I always yes. thank, thank the Lord for, you know, the season that I'm in. I thank him for my family, my health, everything, yes. you know, that I can. Yep. Amen. And then when I do make a request to him, then I do. I just, I just kind of wait. I pray in the spirit. Yep. Amen. And just kind of meditate on the word. Amen. Yeah. And, uh, and it never fails. So give me a scripture or yeah. give me a word, something that yeah. maybe I learned way back when yeah. that I just remembered. Amen. And that's, that's really what praying is. It's more listening than speaking. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And so if we only suppose that the word is true or only suppose what the Bible says is true, the Bible says we're double-minded and we're unstable in all of our ways. Yeah. But as we, read, as we read the word and listen to the Holy Spirit, our confidence continues to grow. Amen. The Bible even talks about not worrying about tomorrow, but having confidence that God will provide no matter what. Amen. Matthew 6, 25 through 32. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is life not more, more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? 
So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. I looked up, one time I looked up how much Solomon probably had and you know how much he was worth. And I found somewhere that it would have been close to it would have been a close to like a trillion dollars in today's money. That's how much he had, that's how much resources. Do you think what you can buy with a trillion dollars? I can't even, can't even, I can't even imagine a trillion dollars. But it says that even Solomon, all of his glory, was not arrayed like even one of these lilies. Now, if God so clothes the clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will He not much more clothe you, O ye little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your Heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Yeah. And as Americans, you know, we know where our next meal is going to come from. Yeah. We have, you know, we have groceries. Well, probably we have to get groceries now, but we have groceries to last us for a certain number of days. Right. We don't have to worry about where, where is my next uh, bottle of clean water going to come from, right. right? But there are people around the world, yep. amen, that deal with these issues. Yeah. And so since the Bible is for everybody, think of this, you know, think of, think of, you know, you hear stories of people that don't eat for, eat for days because they don't have the money or they, but, it, but think of this, do not worry saying, what shall we eat? Now think of it from a world perspective instead of an American. Therefore, do not worry saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? And you think of everything going on in the world yeah. and some of the, the impoverished people that are in the world that are in other countries, India, yeah. Africa, amen, some of these others that you know, Pastor Dave's been to. But the Bible still says, don't worry about what you're going to eat. Yeah. Don't worry about what you're going to drink. Amen. He will take care of you. Yes. Amen. He will take care of us. Yeah. For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Yeah. It's no, it's no surprise to Him that well, we need, we need to eat, amen. Or we need yeah. to, we need to, we need some water to drink, or we need clothes to wear, amen. Yeah. Yeah. He knows us better than we know ourselves, right. amen. We want to trust Him for everything, yeah. amen. It's sometimes easy to forget um, to put our entire trust in the Lord because we have so many things that aid us, you know. Especially in the United States, again, and I don't want to harp on, you know, harp on this or anything, but. But we, we have what, what we need. Amen. Yeah. We, most of the time we have whatever we need. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. If I have a headache, you know, I go to the Lord and I thank, you know, I thank the Lord for healing for my head. But then I go and I grab an ibuprofen. Amen. And I saw, you know, like I said, we saw faith when we take medication. Yeah. But I know that ibuprofen is going to assist in helping my headache. Yeah. Amen. I can just go and do that. There's some people that can't. Right. They might have... Something going on and medicine can't get to where they are. Yeah. They just they really need to believe that the Lord can take care of them. Amen. Yeah, that's right. And so, you know, I I always think that the reason why maybe we don't see in our standards how, like a bunch of things going on, you know, he- healings and miracles is because we have a lot of options. Yep. Amen. And it's easier to right. not rely on the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Matthew 7, 7 through 8 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Amen. Our experiences don't change what the Bible says. Amen. 
doesn't change the truth of the Bible. We might have gone through something um, where we, you know, I, I talked about uh, Heidi Baker. Was it Heidi Baker that, was, that laid hands on, on 100 blind people and yep. didn't see anything yep. on She had 100 bad experiences. She had 100 bad reports. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yep. But, she, you know, the, the 100th person or 100th, 101 first person that she laid hands on, their eyes were open. Yeah. Amen. That's why we don't believe. Amen. We say, well, there's only a 1% chance of this working. Well, 1% chance is better than zero. We know that nothing is impossible with God. Amen. So there's never a 0% chance of, of something right. not happening. Yeah. Amen? That's right. yeah. Maybe you've been praying for something for a long time and it hasn't come to pass. Amen. Don't lose hope. Keep believing and keep receiving those Amen. things. Yeah. Amen. Really, you know, when you, when you, when you, you know, if you come up for prayer, amen, we pray and we stand and we, we pray for healing, we pray for prosperity or whatever it is, amen, but once you've, once you've requested of the Lord once, we don't need to request again, amen, then, we, then it's our job just to receive what God is going to give us, amen, receive and hold on to that promise that, okay, the Lord wants me to be prosperous, or the Lord wants me, wants me to be healed, I know that, I don't need to pray that the Lord heals me anymore, but I can hold on to and receive the healing that I already have. Amen. Because Jesus already took Amen. our sicknesses, our infirmities, Amen, on the cross. Yep. Amen. So keep believing and receiving the things that have been spoken to you, that you've, that you've dreamt about, Amen, that you've had visions of. Amen. Whether it's a career or yep. uh, kids or you know grandkids, whatever. Amen. Yep. If the Lord told you something, Amen, that's His will. He wants you to have that. Amen. Mark 11:22 says, Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain and be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So the first thing that we need to do, it says, is have faith in God. Amen. We don't put, we don't talk about our mountain. We don't talk about the problems. I mean, we don't just harp on the problems that are going on. But we have faith in God. I mean, that's the first thing. And then we say to the mountain, mountain be removed. I mean, it's very important. It's important that we speak to the mountain, not about the mountain. Amen. Amen. Be removed and be cast into the sea. Don't doubt in your heart, but believe the things that we say will be done. We will have whatever we say. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, anything, whatever you ask when you pray, amen, believe that you receive it and you will have it. Believe that you will receive those things and you will have them. Amen. And sometimes, I, you know, I talked about this last time I spoke, but sometimes we, you know, in the, um, Moses, you know, never, he got to see the promised land from afar, but he never entered the promised land. Sometimes we die in faith. I mean, we live in a fallen world. There's sometimes we don't have an explanation by it because of um, well, something what happens. You know, I really believe that sometimes we might get a word, but we think it's for us, but it's really for our children or for our grandchildren. Amen. And so uh, we want to we want to continue, amen, to stand in faith, continue to stand on the promise, yeah. amen. And if it doesn't come to pass, it doesn't make His word any less true. true. <laughs> amen. Matthew 14, 28 says, And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And when Peter had come down on the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. 
And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you little faith, why did you doubt? Amen. We forget that Peter did walk on the water. Amen. Amen. Two people, two people recorded have walked on the water before. Jesus and Peter. Amen. But listen, in verse 30, but when he saw that the wind was boisterous, when we saw, when we see that our circumstances are big, when we see that our circumstances are scary, when we see that the success rate of an operation isn't good, when we see that, that uh, the disease that we have kills most people that, that have it, when we see those things, amen, don't let your eyes wander off of God. Yep, amen. amen. What happened? He said he was afraid. Amen. When, you, when you're looking at Jesus, there's no need to be afraid. Yep. Amen. So the only way that this could have happened is if he took his eyes off Jesus. He took his eyes off of the report. The word was to come. Amen. Jesus yeah. gave him no other word since, you know, after that. Yep. Just the one word. And I, if you get anything out of this tonight, I would really say that if the Lord gives you a word, stand on that word until you get another word. Amen. Amen. Right. You don't have to look for a word because the Lord, he knows. He, there's, he's never late and he's never, on, or he's never early. Amen. He's always on time. Mm-hmm. Amen. So if we're continuing to search for a word, search for a word, and he's already given you one, then chances are he wants you to, to just hold on to that word, to stand on that word. Amen? Yep. Amen. When we believe and do not doubt, we can have confidence in the promises of God. Yes. Amen. Just think about this. With the armor of God, there's only two pieces that require action on our part. Everything else stays the same. But it's the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and it's the shield of faith. Yep. Amen. When somebody goes into battle, they don't just keep their shield in one spot. Amen. Right. They see an arrow coming up here, they maybe move it up and down. Right? Yeah. Everything else does stationary. We use the word to attack the enemy. Mm-hmm. Amen. The sword is for attacking, to, to go on the offensive. Amen. Yes. When Jesus was in the wilderness, he used the word constantly to attack Satan. Satan would, Satan would go on the offensive and t- try to attack him. Jesus would just, that sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, amen? And he said, well, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. The shield is a defensive weapon. And then when the devil attacks us and lies to us, we use the shield of faith to quench the fiery darts. Amen, to come against any wile of the devil. Amen. Yeah. So there might, be, there might be a dart coming at you. There might be a circumstance. There might be a lie that Satan's telling you. Amen. Put up that shield of faith. Amen? Amen. And, you know, I love, I think I've done it maybe once, but I love the the armor of God, just studying that out and just seeing. And how, you know, they never had armor on their backs. Because we never run away from the devil. We never have to run away from our problems. Amen? Amen. Because Jesus is always with us. He's always on our side. Amen? We remember God's promises and we hold fast to them. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 says, Test all things and hold fast to what is good. Yep. Amen. I think I forgot a scripture. 1 Timothy 2.8 I desire therefore that, the men pr- that men pray everywhere, that people pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Yep. Amen. As soon as we lift our hands to the Lord, amen, amen. all that doubt should go away. We lift our hands. Yes. Thank you for the answer, Lord. Yes. Amen. Thank you. 
And you can sometimes you can really feel just a peace yeah. just kind of come over you. That's right. Amen. When you when you when you know that you have the answer. Yes. Amen. When I was born, I was supposed to. I was born without. Uh, I was born auto autoimmune deficiency, and the doctor said I was going to be sick my whole life. And I know my parents prayed, and they told me that when they left the doctor's office, they just felt a peace come yeah. over them. Amen. And I'm not sick. Amen. Amen. I have not. I have not been chronically sick. Yeah. You know, my whole life. Amen. Amen. The devil will try to lie to you. He'll tell yeah, you that. He will. he will say that that well, you're never going to do this. You're never going to do that. A while back, I was I was uh, dealing with uh, um, inadequacy. Felt like I was inadequate. Yeah. The devil was trying to lie to lie to us, uh-huh. telling us that you know we just got to keep on with the word, saying no. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. That's right. That's right. Last scripture. Thank you, Lord. Hebrews 3, 5 through 6. And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of these things which would be spoken afterwards. But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house we are, um, whose house we are if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of hope firm to the end. Yeah. Amen. And that's so important. We finish the race. I mean, we yes. keep the faith. Yep. Amen. Even after you know, we do keep the keep the keep the faith until we get to the finish line. Amen. Yep. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, thank, thank you, me. Father. We thank you for your word. Thank we thank you, you for the truth of your word, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That you come to bring us life. That you are the way. That you are the truth and the life, Lord. We thank you that we can come to you, that we don't need to do it on our own. Hallelujah. We don't need to do it on our own. We can, we can lean on you, Father. We can cast our cares on you, our worries, all of our anxieties, all of our problems. We can just cast them on you, Lord, because you care for us. It doesn't make them just go away magically, Lord, but we know that when we trust in you, when we cast our cares on you, that you just surround us. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, let us Thank just help you, us to let you into our lives. Um, help us to, to go to you whenever we're in need, Lord. And that you are there. That you want to give us Thank good you, things. Lord, that you always yes, give us good things. Yes. We praise you. Thank you for a great rest of the week. You, a peaceful week, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylifeatbrookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. 
We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.